Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every day, only about 13 or 14 minutes, but it keeps us in God's Word every day. And that's important for our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So the more we're in God's Word, the stronger our faith becomes. But it's also important for our relationship with God, because staying in God's Word helps keep us focused on that relationship. Help people in your life by sharing these short studies with them through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. And maybe you'll help somebody come closer to God by growing in their faith and ultimately get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study. We're talking about courage from a spiritual perspective. And we've entitled this particular theme with the expressive saying, no guts, no glory. Yeah, again, a lot of people, they want the glory of whatever a goal is that they have in their mind, or at least a desire, but they don't want to put forth the commitment that is necessary to achieve that goal or that desire to make it a reality. So no guts, no glory. You have to have the commitment, and so we can call that courage to do what needs to be done to accomplish whatever that goal is that you want to accomplish, or to be able to make that desire come to reality. Again, simple in, in, you know illustration, somebody wants to climb Mount Everest. It's not going to happen by just walking around one day. You've got to put forth the commitment. You've got to have the guts to, to ultimately do what needs to be done to achieve the goal, to get to the top of Mount Everest. You know, you're going to win a race, in a race, you know, you want to drive NASCAR? Well, you've got to commit yourself to getting into that kind of position. And you've got to get in the car. You've got to start the engine. You've got to get on the track. Otherwise, you're never going to win a race. You want to own a home. Well, a lot of people, they long to have their own home. Are you willing? Do you have the guts? Do you have, are you ready to make the commitment to do what needs to be done to be able to own that home? Again, I've emphasized that live-in relationships typically fail because there are, they are relationships that lack full commitment. They don't want to get married, and they'll make all kinds of excuses. They'll use all kinds of platitudes to explain why they're just as committed as they would be if, somebody, if they had a piece of paper that was, was, was titled a marriage certificate, but they will not get that piece of paper. They will not go through the legal process of getting married, and the reason is they lack the full commitment that goes therewith. No guts, no glory. So live-in relationships typically, typically fail. Well, we can go through a whole long list of those kinds of physical realities that can be explained as no guts, no glory. If you don't have the courage to make the commitment to achieve the goal, then you're not going to achieve the goal. But the same principle is true on the spiritual side of life, and that's what we really are focusing on in this particular study. You can't get to heaven without making a commitment to live the Christian life. You can't get to heaven except through Jesus. You can't get to heaven without becoming a Christian and then living that faithful, dedicated Christian life. Heaven is the most glorious place, but no guts, no glory. You've got to make the commitment. So we've talked about how absolute faith in God is, is required. We must have faith in God if we want to receive his blessings 
Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please him. Well, we also noted that faith in Jesus as God's Son and our Lord and Savior is absolutely fundamental, required, necessary. John 8 and verse 24, Jesus said, if you do not believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. And we noted from Galatians chapter 2 and verse 16 that if we want to stand justified before God, that is an impossibility without faith in Christ. And we spent some time looking at James chapter 2, beginning with verse 17, and reading through the end of that second chapter of James's short letter. And James went into great depth and detail, explaining, emphasizing that faith without works, without dedication, without absolute commitment on an ongoing basis, without obedience, is dead faith. No guts, no glory. Well, the only way to God and salvation is through Jesus Christ. Now, again, we talked about how there are big religious groups of people who do not believe in Jesus as God's Son and our Savior. And maybe one or two of those groups don't even believe in God necessarily. They're worshiping some kind of an idol, at least in their mind. But Jesus is the only way to God, and therefore the only way to eternal life in heaven and the glories that go therewith. Jesus himself said in John 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. God's word says in John chapter 3 and verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, those were Jesus's words, but notice that Jesus uttered those words while he was still alive on this earth in physical form, before he had gone to the cross. In fact, long before he had gone to the cross. But he spoke those words in a past tense sort of understanding, as though it had already happened, that he had already gone to the cross. But he was still preaching the gospel. He was moving toward that time when he would hang on that cross as the ultimate Savior. Jesus was speaking God's word there. The, the apostle Peter stated in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, speaking of Jesus, he said, nor is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And the apostle Paul wrote in Romans 8 and verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, and here comes the commitment, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Wow. Over and over and over, we can read that only through Christ, we have to make that commitment to follow our Savior, to become a Christian if we want to get to heaven. Otherwise, no guts. You're not ready to make that commitment. You don't have the courage to live the follow-through, no glory. In Ephesians 1 and verse 3, the Apostle Paul wrote that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places 
in Christ. And in Christ is the key there. In Christ. How do I come into Christ? Romans 6 and verse 3. Do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ have been baptized into his death? Galatians 3 and verse 27. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You see, that's the commitment of coming into Christ. I'm going to surrender to him in baptism being buried in the waters of baptism as he was buried in that tomb. And as he came forth from that tomb, risen and alive, as I have been buried in the waters of baptism into Christ, I've died to that life of my sins, uh, to that life of, of sinfulness. I have had my sins washed away by the blood Jesus shed on the Christ. I have come into him, and as I come up out of that watery grave, I'm a new creation spiritually. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17, I'm reborn spiritually, made new. John chapter 3, verse 3 and verse 5, I have been born again. I went into that water dead in my sins to be baptized into Christ so that I could be forgiven of my sins and be reborn spiritually, and I came up out of that water alive in Christ. Now, that's a commitment I have to make. If I'm not ready to make that commitment, I can't expect to get to heaven. God sent Jesus as my Savior, but I've got to come to God through Jesus in the way that God has laid out for me to come to him, instructed me to come to him, commanded me to come to him through Jesus in God's word. Jesus is the source, the only source of eternal salvation, the only source of eternal life. In Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 8, the Hebrews writer wrote, Though he were his son, yet he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And then in verse 9, he says, And having been perfected, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. And there's the commitment again. But what if you say, well, I want the salvation. What if you say, I want to be in Jesus. I want to be saved through my Savior. But you're not willing to live the life? You're not willing to obey him, his teachings? No guts, no glory. In John chapter 12, beginning with verse 47, Jesus said, if anyone hears my words and does not believe, verse 48, he goes on and says, he who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. Interesting. It's not just a matter of coming to an agreement. Yeah, yeah, I believe in Jesus. I believe that the Bible is God's word. I've got to make the commitment to live by those teachings. That's where the commitment comes in. That's where the guts come in, the courage. In 2 John chapter 9 I'm sorry, verse 9. There's only one chapter. Verse 9, John the Apostle wrote, whoever transgresses and does not abide in or live in the doctrine of Christ, the teaching of Christ, does not have God. Did you get that? 
John says you have to live by those scriptural instructions, guidelines, commandments, obediently, consistently, to be in the right relationship with God. Whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. He who abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. The only way to God is through Jesus. Now, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, I think we'll save that till next time because our time's getting a little bit short, and I don't want to rush through that particular text of Scripture. We need to grasp that reality that a Christian life is a life of commitment, dedication, obedience on a consistent basis throughout our life. Let's pray. Father, help us to have the courage to live the Christian life before you and through Jesus Christ so we can be with you in the glories of heaven for all of eternity. Praise be to your name, Father, and forgive us of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen.